0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I I, I feel obliged to mention at the top of this week's program, just right off the top, that our producer Brian is operating the studio door like a bellows right now. <laughs> He's pumping cool air into the studio. This box, which is typically, I think we're
2: trying to light the coals that are in the middle of the room.
1: <laughs> we're trying to get this engine started. Yeah,
2: I... have you ever thought about maybe putting a little coal pit in here and just making it a schvitz?
1: That that actually is not a bad idea. Just a couple of hot rocks.
2: And... Yeah, maybe that can be. I mean, you know, we're always. You know, a, a problem that we run into a lot with this show is that, you know, there's no – it's hard to explain. It's like, right. there's, there, you know, we have a hard time with theme, like telling people what the theme of the show is. And if it was just like a fun conversation mid Schwitz, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think that's a little better for branding? I mean, you're a little bit bre- – better. You're, I mean, you're immensely better at branding stuff than
1: I am. I mean, Jordan, do you I, think that would sell? I have to say – it's entirely possible mm-hmm. that it would sell. I have some mm-hmm. technical concerns sure, regarding just the sheer amount of electronic equipment mm-hmm. that is physically touching our body at any given time right? with current pouring through it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say no to the Schwitz idea, okay. but I'm not going to say no to a what traditional- What
2: if the towels- Sorry, I'm, I'm just brainstorming, and uh-huh. you know I'm a little bit of a science nut, so I like these problems.
1: Oh, I know you're a science nut. Everybody knows Jordan yeah. Morris loves science. Yeah, science- Craft beers, that's, I love it all. That's why they call you Jordan <laughs> Morris, the science guy. Sure.
2: Uh, I mean, maybe if instead of the traditional Schwitz towel, we were well wearing a kind of insulation.
3: Hmm.
1: So but, we're in the Schvitz like a pink room. like a pink panther fiberglass. Type? Yeah, I
2: mean, sure. I mean, I don't. Obviously, if we wanted to be pink panther, we should probably have them ponying up right as a sponsor
1: right because otherwise be... we're going to just going to go generic home depot
2: yeah home depot rosé colored insulation <laughs> yeah um yeah but i mean what do you think about that i mean just i mean obviously yeah safety is a concern but if we were wrapped in insulation the whole time do you think it would well be we safer? would
1: we would definitely want a pretty fair amount of asbestos in here mm-hmm. one way or another we'd want the asbestos because otherwise it's going to be a fire hazard oh yeah but can I suggest something just, and it does not contradict the possibility of the insulation. Mm-hmm. Of course, we'll introduce our guest in just a moment. Sure. She's sitting patiently. I think rather than going Schwitz, we go up north, mm-hmm. we do a sauna. Oh, okay. Like a Scandin- a traditional Scandinavian sauna. I guess I don't know a, how that's different. Uh, I believe a Schwitz is a wet heat. Mm hmm. I
2: mean just generally Jewier. Right. <laughs> That's the, generally how it's different. But.
1: And a sauna mm-hmm. is a dry heat. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. I may be mistaken. My heat room's knowledge mm-hmm. is limited. Yeah. I believe a sauna to be a dry heat and a schwitz to be a wet heat. Okay. You'd prefer a wetter heat. No, I'd prefer a drier heat. heat. Okay. For the sake of
2: safety. Sure. Okay. Well, because I like it. electricity. And then yeah, I mean, and then, you know, it could be the you know, the sauna cast or something like that. I mean, maybe even a web series. I mean, the number one kind of web series is a a bad interview in an, an unusual location. Yeah. No, that's absolutely the top <laughs> so,
1: the top style of interview. <laughs> what if
2: it was just someone like a, who wasn't an interviewer did an
1: interview in a weird location? I am thinking it's right that now cash money. This, not only would to get us cash money, this could also get us tour money because mm-hmm. we hit the road. Think about I mean, it, every town has a sauna. Think of.
2: <laughs> or every Scandinavian town.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We tour Norway. You know how Todd Barry will go on tour with Jens Leckman? Sure. I think we can go on tour of saunas. You know, we hit Oslo. We hit, we hit Malmo. Mm-hmm. We hit <laughs> Florn, Bjorg, Born. Bjorst,
2: Horn everywhere. All the hot spots. Flurb? You know it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and everybody's getting laid in Flurb.
1: Oh, you know. You know
2: we're getting our dicks wet post show in
1: Flurb. You know maybe. Let me hear blubber. you those hot
2: ladies from Flurb.
1: What? Oh, our <laughs> our guest is a writer for the New Yorker. <laughs> She's a New York Times best-selling author. <laughs> Her books include. <laughs> her books include *The Orchid Thief* and most recently *Ritten Tin, Tin*, which is probably the best-selling book in American history about a celebrity pet.
4: I should hope so.
1: <laughs> Susan Orlean. Susan, welcome to Jordan Jesse Go.
2: Thank
4: you. I'm speechless. Um, I, can I? <laughs> I just want to dial back here for one second. Sure. First of all.
2: Do you want to say some more funny, <laughs> fake Norwegian town names? Well,
4: no. I'm just – I want to go back to the pronunciation of sauna.
1: Okay. That's this traditional Scandinavian
2: pronunciation. All right. Uh,
4: all right. Well, I'm a Midwestern girl mm-hmm. and
2: – What do you say? Sauna. Sauna. Yeah. yeah. Lutefisk.
4: Uh, I'm odd, but I also want (laughs) to say that in terms of safety in Mm -hmm, a sauna, Mm
3: -hmm.
4: (laughs) how am I doing? That's good. Thank you. You sweat. Right. So there is a liquid issue. I just keep thinking of that. You know how in Spinal Tap so many of their drummers die? Yeah. And. I always a- assumed that they were electrocuted, and then, <laughs> or was that that spontaneous combustion? Yeah, I think spontaneous uh, combustion. Okay, I think right. one
2: died of vomit choking.
4: Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot.
2: Lots of fun deaths. Yeah, in that movie.
4: Yeah, but I guess it was spontaneous combustion. Yeah, yeah. But um, I I do like the idea of the interview in the hot box, mm-hmm. but you know, because it's sort of like sure. a Joe Pine. Kind of vibe. What I like
1: about it Mm -hmm. is that you have a certain amount of traditional interview. Mm -hmm. Then you have a certain amount of interview about the visions
2: (laughs) that are coming to you because of your (laughs) heat (laughs) hallucination. Right. You know, we can talk about projects, you know, what's going on, uh, you know, fun stories from the news, news of the weird. Yeah. And then we can just talk about, you know, what our spirit animal is saying to us.
1: You know, one time my my dad for a while was working on native issues mm-hmm. on a reservation in oh uh, geez, in New Mexico, I think. Mm-hmm. He went in uh one of those hot tents. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what that's called. That's by the way, that's my respect for native american peoples. One of them hot tents. Yeah. Um I apologize that I can't think of what it's called right now. Uh yeah. Sweat lodge. Sweat
4: lodge. Sweat lodge. He
1: did a sweat lodge. And uh, had some uh, had a really intense experience. I actually went in there with him. I was like eight. I was in there for like 30 seconds. And I was just like, fuck this noise. I was out of there. Out of there. And then I had to sit out there while my dad was in there for another further 40 minutes or whatever having his uh, vision dreams.
4: Isn't that, though, just like an electrolyte imbalance?
1: Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah.
4: I mean, not to say that that's... Bad.
2: But yeah, maybe. But you're just saying that maybe there are sounder visions than the ones that can be eradicated with Powerade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, before Powerade. Yeah. (laughs) Before Powerade existed, everyone was having electrolyte imbalance. Sure,
2: (laughs) yeah. Everybody (laughs) was
1: hallucinating. (laughs) Yeah.
4: No, no. People didn't have electrolytes. Oh,
1: that's, that's right. So
4: yeah. it's like a thing that yeah, uh, that Gatorade they is created inter- a market. <laughs> right, they <laughs> created essential no.
1: human chemical.
4: <laughs> right, yeah. But do you see any discussion of electrolytes in the Bible?
1: No, that's true. It's, that's a really
2: good that's point. Susan. I mean, but Thanks. I mean, I mean, sorry. I mean, if there's two things I'm crazy <laughs> about, science. Three things. Science, craft beer. Right. And, uh, you know. allegedly. Bot- well, it, 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 I was going to say Bible scholarship. <laughs> right. Oh, sure. I mean, there wow. are a lot of things in the Bible that they just didn't, you know, have a word for. But, I mean, we can kind of retroactively correct. I mean, the story of Jonah in the whale was right. originally they called him, you know, he was a fish. Jonah and, they just didn't know right. the difference between a whale and a fish. Right. So I think there are certain things – Um, You know, that could have been electrolytes. They just didn't have the word for it. Hmm. Um, Crucifixion, for instance. (laughs) A lot of people think it was Jesus being nailed to a cross. It was just him. It could be that he was. Sweating out all his essential. Salts.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It seems possible. Mm -hmm. It certainly seems possible. And then, you know, the way it works out, you know, God has a plan for us. 2,000 years later, Mm -hmm. the the trainer of the Florida Gators football team. (laughs) decides to add electrolytes to fruit punch.
4: So he's kind of the Moses of the modern (laughs) world. Mm -hmm. Came down from the mount with Mm -hmm. the bottles of Gatorade. Sure. Two of
2: them, one red, one (laughs) that kind of yellowish green. Yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Do you have a favorite
2: Gatorade, Jordan? Uh, Oh, boy. I mean, yeah. I mean, yellowish green is kind of classic. Is that your
1: preferred? I think so, but, uh, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't turn down an electric blue. Really? Yeah. You're right on the opposite for me. Susan, what's your preferred sports drink color? You're an athlete. Clear. (laughs) Clear. Clear?
4: Clear. Clear. Yes, vodka.
1: (laughs) Pure vodka.
2: (laughs) Or a Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's available.
4: Whichever. Or mix. Clear.
2: Oh, that...
1: You know, that might be a nice cocktail.
2: You
4: know, God, if if I'd only known when I was in college of such (laughs) a thing. If
1: I was wearing sleeve garters and a bow tie right now, Mm -hmm. I'd mix you up a vodka and clearly Canadian that just would just blow your ass out. I mean, while we're on. (laughs) Fucking clearly Canadian. uh, I mean, I'm kind of
2: sensing a business idea here. Okay. When Once we get our... Vodka sauna? <laughs> yeah, vodka sauna. Yeah. Get drunk in a sauna and then steal someone's money. That's my Actually, business idea. Actually, it's perfect
4: idea. to drink yeah. vodka in a sauna. Yeah,
2: very European.
4: Yeah. Vodka <laughs>
2: yeah, in, in a sauna. Sure. That's <laughs> yeah, a fun pronunciation. <laughs> it's- um, you know, in addition to once we get our sauna webcast off the ground... What if, I mean, we can kind of capitalize off this artisanal cocktail craze right. by, you know, finding the landfills or warehouses that have your clearly Canadians, your New York Seltzers, your Crystal Pepsis, um, new Cokes. And then we have an underground speakeasy style cocktail lounge where we just dump some cheap rum in there.
1: Yeah, sure. Charge and
2: them 15 bucks.
1: Maybe we put a sprig of rosemary on it. Yeah, top. why not? Somebody,
2: somebody slaps some oregano.
4: For some reason, I, I'm suddenly really nauseous thinking about this
2: it. <laughs> because it's so disgusting.
4: Yeah, I just I'm thinking classic Coke and vodka. Yeah, I mean not classic new Coke, the, Coke. new Crystal Crystal Coke. Pepsi. Crystal pet, is that clear? Get like, your head here? in the game, Orlando. Wow, I'm sorry. I I must have an electrolyte imbalance. <laughs> You're I'm, usually, crazy. I'm usually right on top of things, but
2: hold on, this snake is talking to me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's just what? the that, president. <laughs> the um, just that flavor combination is making me feel a little.
1: Well, you know what? I can, can I
4: suggest?
1: Can I suggest a cocktail sure. idea? Mm-hmm. Okay, clearly Canadian. Gray Goose Vodka, only top shelf. Oh, yeah. I've got to have top shelf. And muddled whatever. Sure. (laughs) Muddled bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Just grind up some bullshit.
4: Yeah. yeah, Just muddled. Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: muddled whatever.
2: You know,
4: I just learned a new uh, concept today, which is – Pitcher cocktails.
1: Pitcher cocktails? Hmm.
4: Pitcher cocktails, meaning cocktails that you can mix in a large pitcher.
1: Oh, I just assumed it was cocktails for pitchers.
4: <laughs> cocktails <laughs> well, for that Oral too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that too. Uh, yeah, like you can prepare if you're going to have a party. Uh-huh. You can mix up some fancy cocktails. You don't have to do each one individually. Sure. So you what kind do... of what kind of cocktails are we talking about? Just sangria, right? No, like Sazerac's you can mix hmm. in a big pitcher and then pour. Is and you know, is that are you following a specific recipe for that or is that just I'm gonna
2: take the ingredients to one and you know this specifically
4: this was in a cooking magazine mm. and it was you know how to have fun at your own party and one of it is <laughs> get drunk <laughs> mix a pitcher of cocktails drink it
2: yeah. then <laughs> mix another one to then, serve to the guests. right <laughs>
4: exactly it was mix this there are certain cocktails that don't have to be made individually so you make them in a big giant pitcher hmm. and then you pour pour out a a cup of it That kind of sounds nice that's for party goer. I guess
2: yeah. I don't do a lot of entertaining, but I could guess I could just mix a big thing of it at the beginning of the week and just put it in the nip fridge.
4: Nip at it, yeah, nip, exactly. Just a little nip.
2: Take a little sip before work, <laughs> right?
4: You know what? Drop I, it home during lunch.
1: For sure. I like to go to more parties with punch bowls. I feel yeah, like yeah. I, I feel like precious few parties now have a nice punch bowl.
4: Ugh, it usually something gross. You, I'd like to have some
1: <laughs> mugs hanging off of the side mm. of the punch bowl. Of bike hooks.
4: Can I just tell you about a nauseating experience I had? As Please long do. as we're on the, so I, the punch bowl was it about a hot podcast. you did? No, no, it's <laughs> a, it yeah, hot. it was weird. I was I was at a party in a sauna. Mm-hmm. No, I I went to a party with my husband at the um a, a an arts club that he was part of during college. And they have a tradition of passing around a punch bowl and everybody has to sip from it and it's a room of, say, 60, 70 people. Wow. And I thought, all right, I'll do it if I get to be one of the first ones. But unfortunately, we were among the last. You don't want to be number 58. And I'm not a germaphobe, but it was gross. By the time it came to me, my husband kept saying – Come on, you got to do it. You know, you uh, look like bad sport. I, I am
1: afraid of Germans, but that <laughs> sounds doubly gross. Right? Yeah, my and I, I mean, I, a
2: kind of sub concern of that is like there's the you know there's the germs on the lip of the punch bowl, but also is this a special punch bowl meant to? Take drinks out of. I would think that this would have no, probably ruined like a, a lot of. Gi- nice, it was
4: like drinking nice out of a dog bowl. It was, you know, you you pick up this giant bowl. How and... big
1: is your dog bowl? <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> You're indicating three feet apart.
4: It's a dog bowl slash bathtub. Is your
1: <laughs> quick question? Is your dog Marmaduke? <laughs>
4: it's is your dog Clifford, Clifford the big red dog? I was gonna say I, I'm okay with Marmaduke, but it is Clifford, and <laughs> yes, we do have we have. The dog lives in in his own house sure. and there's a swimming pool in the backyard and that's his...
1: just like little Romeo at master P's house there you go
2: <laughs> um so what and what are you what are you drinking out of this punch bowl?
4: some sweet gross punch oh, sure. alcoholic with with spit
3: <laughs> and right.
4: backwash Great. and and then I had a little moment of kind of um, sociopathic urge to like spit mine back in.
2: Oh, yeah, just, to, just just as a little extra fuck you to the 10 people behind you who have to drink out of it.
4: Yeah, it's like you think I'm that. going down without a fight. <laughs> um, you're getting my germs because now I have everybody else's germs. Oh, yeah, it you're was, getting 10 yeah, times the germs. Yeah, it was bad.
1: It, it sounds worth it, though, to be part of the secret cabal that rules the arts industry.
4: <laughs> oh, it is. Um, and, you know, I we've been enjoying the um, being the – the overlords of culture since then. And I hope you guys don't mind.
2: No, it's fine. No, Wait. it's fine. Thank you for just, you know, letting us, you know, kind Be. of crouch in a corner yeah. of your, you know, great empire.
4: Yeah. I just like to think of myself as a puppet master.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, yeah.
4: It's satisfying yeah.
2: And I like to think of myself as one of those little rubber alligators you can win at Chuck E. Cheese for five tickets. Yeah, that's the sort yeah. of puppet I want to be. Right. I hear it. An you. insignificant puppet that doesn't make waves and definitely doesn't want to be destroyed by your, you know, mighty paramilitary force.
1: I'm yeah. one of those one of those uh, origami flower looking things that you put on your fingers and it tells you what kind of boyfriend you're going to have.
2: Oh, I, don't know if that's a, I love that. I don't
4: know if that's Smosh. technically
1: a puppet. Smosh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's that called? I don't know. What is that called? I don't know. Oh,
4: there's a name for it and you Gorp. you go no. back and forth like this and you find out yeah. what your boyfriend is going to be and yeah, oh fooey. I can't remember that what it's called. That sounds right. Mar- no, Mash's Mar- mansion
2: Mar- apartment. A uh, steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's the three, it's the four places you want to live as a junior high girl.
4: A, ste- a steak steakhouse,
1: like an Outback
2: steakhouse.
4: No, a house made of steak. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, that's where Clifford the Big Red Dog would like to live.
1: You just, you just go, you go to your contract and you say. Uh. I guess. Well done.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you, yeah. How Can about you smother
2: my house in bernays? Yeah.
4: No, I'm thinking black and blue.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, really. yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna accent your steak in any you way. You
4: know, I just read the weirdest thing. Speaking of meat, do you mind Please. if I digress? Not at all. It was the <laughs> no, weirdest.
1: No, let stay on
4: let's track. Keep it on track. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Oh, uh, so remind me what the track is. <laughs> it's um, whatever. You know, I was reading this absolutely fascinating. Story about this the crash of the Air France flight that took place five years ago. It was flying from Brazil to Paris, and they could not figure out why it crashed. And there's a very detailed story about it in Vanity Fair this month. And there's a point where I guess they got the black box, so they knew all the conversation in the cockpit. And there's a point where one of the flight attendants comes in and asks the pilot to lower the temperature. Because she has meat in her
3: suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) Suitcase meat.
4: And so... The uh, the pilot turns it down. Some of the passengers soon complain that it's too cold. Sure. But the flight attendant comes back in and says, "Yeah, but my meat."
2: <laughs> Did like, she say what kind of no. meat it was? And there,
4: there's no further explanation. What are you doing with meat in your suitcase?
1: South America is great meat country. That's true. Yeah, it could be.
4: I know, but you're flying for <laughs> hours and hours and hours. It doesn't matter what the temperature is. It's gonna. You're gonna be dead from eating your <laughs> spoiled meat by the time you I get— I don't
1: know. Well, what if it has a really good chimichurri sauce that's on it? That's true. <laughs> that's something you haven't considered, too But
4: also— Did they I mention just... chimichurri sauce <laughs> no, at all? No, they it... did not. And actually, Classic if, they had, if yeah. they had, it would all make sense to me. But it Fucking implied— Fucking Carter probably the, cut that out. <laughs> he probably the...
1: saw that it was too telling and redlined it.
4: No mention of the sauce. Like
2: if you're Forget on a plane— it. You're excited for the fasten seatbelt sign to turn off, so you can get up, go in your overhead, get a magazine, just a handful of hot links. <laughs> a pull out, a, le- pull out links. a leg
4: of lamb and yeah. start nibbling. A giant
2: Renfair turkey leg. <laughs>
4: <Yes>. <laughs> what would
1: you do if someone was sitting next to you on the airplane eating a Renfair turkey leg? <laughs> I mean.
2: A lot. I mean, a lot.
1: (laughs) Are they dressed
2: as Henry VIII? Or are they just a normal guy?
4: Wouldn't they have to buy an extra seat for one of those? Because those are big. big. They're They're bigger than a lot of babies, and they make you you buy a seat for a baby. The
1: nice thing is, once you finish the turkey leg... You can stick it in between your tray table and the seat in front of you and they can't recline. Knee defender. It makes a pretty solid knee defender. Yeah. Yeah. A giant turkey bone.
2: I don't know. I mean, like, I would be... I mean, the gall would be impressive. Mm -hmm. And there's four things I love. Yeah. (laughs) Science, craft beer, biblical trivia, and gall. Yeah. Uh, But also, I would be worried about the farts. Oh. Farts are... Yeah. I mean, I feel like I... Every time I sit down and like someone has brought their like fast food or Sabara or whatever with them, I'm always like, oh, this is gonna be a thing. Like, this is gonna be you're gonna you're gonna have two you're trouble. gonna blast me in about 90
1: minutes. <laughs> no. anyway, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, but what are you supposed to eat? I mean, are you supposed to eat the snack pack? I don't want to. Fu- I don't want to buy it. A-
2: no, I hear you. I mean, it's lose lose at the airport. I mean, eating eating. Eating in air travel, it's just, I mean, it's just a shitstorm, no matter how you look at it. Um, but also when someone is like, when sits down and just just destroys a number nine in four minutes, <laughs> that's going to be extra trouble, I think.
1: You know what you're sitting there thinking? Hmm. Number nine, number nine, number nine. Wait, why am I thinking that? Oh, because it's a Beatles song. Oh, okay, yeah. Exactly. But also because you're ruefully looking forward to, <laughs> yeah. to the farts in your future. Oh, Paul is dead. Paul is dead.
4: <laughs> I become one of those people, though, who usually brings food on. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you got to do. Yeah, there's not a lot you can do. I mean, it's, you
1: know. Can I tell you something that's, that Simon said yesterday? Please. Please. He, uh He looked at his his plate of food and he picked up a piece of arugula, mm-hmm. a little arugula salad on his plate. He picked it up and he looked at it and he went... Ah, plant. <laughs> <laughs> and then he put it in his mouth, chewed it up, didn't like it, and spat it out on himself. He gave it a shot. <laughs> yeah, you know, he took a swing at it. Yeah, that's all you can do. <laughs> Even after he determined yeah, it plant. was it was plant. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Desico.
0: I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a comedy podcast about parenting where we remind you that despite what the internet says, no one really cares what kind of parent you are. One Bad Mother. We're the friends with kids you want to hang out with. Check us out on iTunes and MaximumFun.org.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
4: Susan Orlean, no funny nickname.
1: Wow, ice cold. Yeah, I, right. Ooh, God, you would d- you would think I we didn't have Susan. You guys. You think, <laughs> oh man, you would think we wouldn't didn't have Susan Orlean, the fun New Yorker writer, in here. You think we had Tad Friend in here?
4: Oh, oh, oh my God, take
1: that back! Take that back! <laughs> oh,
4: man, I've never been more insulted in my life.
1: One time, my mom—you made me shout and murmur. One time, my mom got. <laughs> 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 One time my mom got interviewed by Tad Friend uh, just for background for something. And and my mom said, Tad Friend from The New Yorker called me and interviewed me. He was a very nice man. <laughs> so, so I, have to, I have to
4: tell you my mom being interviewed by The New Yorker and it came about in the most amazing way. Uh, during the elections in, I guess it was 2000, a bunch of. People I knew from The New Yorker were doing, you know, on the day of the election, making phone calls, making sure to get people out to the polls. And I'm from Ohio. So, of course, Ohio is sort of the only state anyone cares about anyway. So they didn't care about getting people in California to the polls. (laughs) They did care about people in Ohio. So Ian Frazier, one of my all-time favorite New Yorker writers, amazing, amazing guy, was – making the poll calls in Ohio, called my parents after saying, you know, do you need help getting to the polls? Do you need anything? He then said to my mom, are is your daughter Susan Orlean? I think I work with her at the magazine. And my mom (laughs) was Absolutely thrilled, but also thought he was calling only the parents of people <laughs> he worked with. <laughs> it just got kind of muddled up, but she was felt that this was a very special, though— Kind of narrow casting sure. of his job.
2: Sure. Well, I mean, it's, it's a very intense gerrymandering. Said, Isn't
4: that nice? He's calling all the parents of people at the New Yorker to make <laughs> sure they got to the to the polls. Now,
1: now, of course, we have big data. Mm-hmm. So, thanks to sure. thanks to big data and elections, the campaigns can target just the parents of so, New Yorker would, writers.
4: Somebody explain big data, please.
1: Say he's a rapper
2: from, <laughs> from 1992.
4: Oh, did he kill um, Biggie Smalls? He yes. killed
2: Big Pharma. <laughs> <laughs> it's an East Coast, West Coast thing.
1: Shot him in Las Vegas. That's Tupac.
4: Uh, so Big Data just is a way of saying lots and lots of numbers.
1: Big data is a machine that makes it so that once you buy something from one catalog, all of a sudden you get a thousand catalogs that are related to that
4: catalog. Oh. It's a
1: machine it's a machine in a bunker somewhere in Virginia. Run by the National Association of Land's End and Land's End-like businesses.
4: Ah, And so this is a way of saying numbers are crunched and recrunched and sifted and sorted. And if they want to sell, for instance, green eyeshadow that they know will be most appealing to
1: the parents of New Yorker writers
4: with red hair. Right, they well, can find you. Well,
2: I'll give you an example. I recently bought a um, uh, furry wolf suit with removable crotch, <laughs> and okay. now I'm getting catalogs for fox costumes, dog costumes, Brookstone, grizzly, B- Brookstone. <laughs> I mean, all this. I was like, "Come and on, guys!"
4: I should hope you've heard from the good folks at Furminator.
1: <laughs> I have not. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh my God! Oh. <laughs> That has been a horrible oversight. oversight
1: on their part. Susan, let's talk Furminator. <laughs> uh,
4: I, I'd happily talk uh, Ferminator. It is. I, I'm you. I know are fond of craft beer sure, and biblical sure. trivia. Uh, trivia, and I'm I love gadgets, mm-hmm. and the Ferminator is a f- really top drawer gadget. The only problem, it's a pet brush. And oh, see will, now,
1: I had just assumed that it was a. Terminator business run by OJ Simpson detective Mark
4: Furman. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that too. In fact, they're in court right now.
1: Right? I hate your bugs but, like they were
2: other races. <laughs> that's a weird slogan. Yeah.
4: You know, that's a, it's amazing that I think the Furminator doesn't have the H. Mm. So it's Furminator, not
1: Furminator.
2: Furminator. Firm.
1: Furminator. 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 Fjordmanator, Fjordman, which
4: what we'll be at in to
2: October to perform our <laughs> sauna cast.
4: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Always good crowds in Fjordmanator. Yeah.
4: Is that where you were gonna have um, some? We're going. Well, we're love experience. Yeah, yeah,
2: sure. I mean, I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, first <laughs> you know, next thing, first thing you know, you're skinny dipping in a fjord. It goes from there. <laughs>
1: Next thing you know, you're having a love experience.
2: <laughs> having a love experience.
1: <laughs> Did you like that oh, expression? I, I loved
4: it. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. I wish I wrote for the New Yorker.
2: And I would be able to
1: have, expe- have love experiences inside my head ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Well,
4: that's a phrase that's actually in our style book.
2: Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure.
4: Yeah, so I, I didn't make it up. I,
2: <laughs> so, I don't think we got the actual definition of the furminator beyond our oh joke well
4: oh it's like guesses. a little rake that oh, you for, for run pets. over your pet's hair mm-hmm. and then it's so effective at stripping out fur yeah that sometimes you end up with more. <laughs> Fur than pet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's it's amazing. Yeah. It is, but I love it. It's
1: basically a handheld machine for having that thing of like what a chihuahua looks like when it's taking a shower.
4: Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. have you ever seen those hairless cats? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't um, I think Austin Powers, uh, the bad guy in Austin Powers had one of those? They're they're really scary. What about hairless
1: dogs? What do you know about hairless dogs?
4: I just saw one recently. It was hairless but it had the tuft on the tail and the little tufts around its ear and I just don't want to touch that skin.
1: One of those sh- you know about this, Jordan? It's called like uh has a like an Aztec name. It's called mm-hmm. like a sha Sure. Yeah, like
4: a, a it's got a lot of X's yeah. in the name, like a uh, chacaguacha
1: They're ancient ancient beasts yeah. of Mexico. Oh. Yeah,
2: they're great. What are their what's their temperament like?
1: They got a, well. I mean, like I think any ancient beast, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're relative. They're relatively spunky. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a little bit of sassitude. Sure, classic <laughs> sassitude. Some zesty, <laughs> a zesty Latin flavor. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, like but, a salsa verde Dorito. I'll tell you what. I petted one, mm-hmm. and I kind of liked petting it. I was surprised, and I kind of. After, it took me a minute, but after a minute, I was like, oh. Huh. Now I find this animal cute. <laughs>
4: well, I will say, and I don't mean to offend you gentlemen or suggest that you wouldn't be familiar with this, but they feel <laughs> a little like a penis.
2: Hmm. Really? Interesting. I've, I've never felt periodicals like... <laughs> that describe the feel of the penas. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So I could probably envision it.
4: Yeah. mm <laughs> So maybe that's why I find it a little <laughs> disturbing. Sure. But, I mean, not that I find a penis disturbing. I mean, yeah, those animals. That... Yeah,
1: no, I can understand mm. that. I, I, think, I actually oh. don't know what a penis feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never touched another man's penis, and my penis holds itself. <laughs> wow. yeah. yeah. As necessary. Yeah. You, you prop it up under a <laughs> turkey leg bone. <laughs> That's why I'm always eating one of those yeah. Disneyland turkey legs mean the state sure. fair. Oh, you could Make fair.
4: stand out of the bone. You I hadn't totally, out yeah. of that.
2: I read an bone.
1: article. Sorry. I read sorry. an article in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. I was reading the uh, World Affairs section of the New York mm-hmm. Times, let's yeah. say. I'll
4: bet you were. And oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mean the Penthouse oh, okay, Forum? Okay, <laughs> okay. I was reading the Porto section of the New
2: York All Times. All right. Uh, Dear New York Times, I never <laughs> thought this would happen to me.
1: People love people love Renaissance Fair turkey legs so much mm-hmm. that they sell Disneyland t-shirts at Disneyland that just have a picture of a turkey leg on it. <laughs> Get a life. Wow. Get a life, turkey leg enthusiast.
4: When did this turkey leg thing start happening? Because I've noticed it at county fairs. Yeah. At-
1: I think it's exploded in the last five years.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, just
2: like, I mean, I just remember, you know, county fair as a kid. You know, versus it now. I mean, it's all, it seems to be all about dare foods, challenge foods, deep fried Twinkie, deep fried peanut butter cup, and I think the turkey leg is in that zone. It's like, look what I can eat. Fuck you. You know, like <laughs> right. it's a, it's a it's a it's an angry gesture of a meal.
1: You yeah. know what? I think they should sell it though. Fair, hmm. a honey glazed ham.
2: Just like walk around, take giant bites out of it. Yeah. And take a slug out of a thermos of creamed well, that's corn. The,
4: that's the next
2: <laughs> You eat a you eat a bowl of Alfredo sauce with a muffin floating in it.
4: I think the whole ham that you walk around snacking on sure. is the natural next step. Yeah. Well you
1: wouldn't hold it by the flesh. Mm-hmm. You would have those little things that go in the sides of corn on the cob.
2: Oh, but they're shaped like hams. No, yeah. they're shaped like corn. Okay. <laughs>
4: yeah. well, it's natural yeah, because you want to have thing.
2: a balanced diet. Yeah, exactly. You eat them they, afterwards. They'd be
4: a, a, I think you need something with a little more heft. Yeah. What like about? A, a garden trowel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a suggestion here because I think this goes with the tood, and I think this is a very popular tood these days. Right. What about – what if they were like Harley handles?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Snacking. I mean it is never it is
2: we are in a time it has never been a better time in America to be a fat guy with a
1: rock and roll attitude.
2: If you are a fat guy with a rock and roll attitude, this is you this is your cultural moment.
1: Right now there are 1 million fat guys with rock and roll attitudes in this great nation of mm-hmm. ours and over 900,000 of them have development deals with the History Channel.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know Harley Hams. Yeah. I'm just I'm just spitballing oh my God. here. Do you know? We how go
4: awesome. We that go is? deep
2: with the quirky family. Yeah. Who makes handlebars <laughs> for hams? <laughs> yeah. The,
4: that uh, outrageous
2: quirky clan who always speaks their mind.
4: Ham heinasty. Ham hynesty. That's it. I get quick. Hey. Can you get your, the producer to just buy that domain name? Yeah, for just me go. Quick, yeah, go by to GoDaddy. The, quick, <laughs>
3: Brian, real quick.
4: <laughs> not GoDaddy. They they kill no, it. All. Oh yeah, for yeah. So, uh, go to a domain uh, seller that doesn't yeah, kill Yeah, DynaDot. Elephants. There you Dynadot. go. Thanks. Squarespace. Yeah. Uh, whew, man, that is huge. Can I feel it. Uh,
2: we've got a lot of we've come up with a
1: lot of great business ideas in this mail. show. You know what? It is a shame that we're not rich yet, but I think we've got the potential. Yeah. We need a little seed capital. Mm-hmm. I say we just go to one of these, you know, bowl chugging parties that Susan's
4: always going to. <laughs> with the,
1: uh, with
2: the uh, yeah, the hey, Illuminati would, of the I, arts industry. I
4: would go straight to Andreessen Horowitz. I I would not go for oh, okay. the chump change. So
1: right right I, to the VCs.
4: Yeah, For sure. <laughs>
1: and,
4: you know, don't forget the Kickstarter. That's, Woodside, yeah.
1: California. Here we come. <sighs>
4: Completely, and I think I can get you a meet with Pierre Amadar.
1: Great. <laughs>
4: or what, is that his name? I'll take it. I, Probably. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. I just never said his last name mm. before. Um, <laughs> and you're done. Yeah. This is.
1: if Once we show him that growth curve. Yeah. Here's one thing. Sure. That I'm worried about. I don't really feel like putting together a dossier. Oh, yeah, I definitely don't want to I'm do that. I'm concerned he's going to ask for a dossier yeah. or a deck. Mm-hmm. Oof. I don't really want to make a deck or a dossier. What, what's a deck? It's like a it's like a PowerPoint
2: presentation that talks about you know, uh, uh, target markets and oh, social like media they, and engagements,
4: like they do on Shark Tank.
1: Sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna have to bring in uh, uh what's the Virgin guy called? <laughs> Richard, uh, Richard Branson. Branson. We're gonna have to bring oh, in yeah. Branson on this. We're gonna we need his business. We're the ideas people. He's the execution guy. Hopefully the meeting will happen in space. Or on a like a hot air balloon?
4: Yeah. Or no, no, no. He owns a bunch of islands in the Caribbean. That's where you want the meeting. Yeah. Forget the hot air balloon. He owns like St. Bart's. (laughs) Yeah, I was watching some
2: I don't know if it was Cribs, but he was on some sort of MTV thing showing people around his island. And just for a brief moment, this was a thirty second moment. In a, you know, 12-minute piece, he just kind of pointed and he's like, hey, there's Mariah. And the camera panned over and Mariah Carey was just like sitting in this deck chair. And then the rest of the thing was not about that. So, I mean, hopefully we can get Mariah Carey in on this because she's
1: probably just there anyway.
4: Yeah. I mean, as long as we already have the meeting set up, which evidently we do.
1: Remember when Mariah Carey was married to Nick Cannon? (laughs) Yeah. Until very recently, that went on for a number of years. Yeah, how's that even possible?
4: <laughs> I don't know. What? What? I'm, I mean, I'm still getting over her breaking up with Tommy Mottola.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you figured she'd be locked in. Mariah Carey's broke our
2: hearts many times.
4: Yeah, <sighs>
2: over her long career. You know what I think she's it looks gonna. Good,
1: though. You know what I think she's gonna marry now? Hmm. Human butterfly. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's my best bet. Like a
2: hybrid, a human butterfly hybrid. <laughs> yeah. Huh.
1: I think Branson's working on it. That's oh, probably Branson.
2: why she was oh, yeah. out you there. Yeah, you know on Branson's some splicing some genes out there on his island. He's got a real island of Doctor Moreau happening. Can I? Uh, can I uh, can circle back to pets for a minute, Jordan? I I'd I love to. Thing? I'd
1: love to talk to you about pets.
2: Um, my cat, Bug, has been. Uh, she's been having some hairballs. She's oh, been geez. itching uh, to the point where she's getting. She's giving herself little scabs. I don't know. the uh I think I think what she is doing is uh over grooming is what they call it over grooming oh. and I was looking at some sim- I have that problem too, yeah, just grooming too much yeah <laughs> just just gra- getting tweezers and grasping for nose hairs that aren't
1: there, Yeah. that's why I'm so radiant <laughs>
2: that's why you have giving yourself little scabs in the <laughs> hairballs, yeah.
1: <laughs> If you need to retreat to spat up a hairball, just let me know and I'll vamp. My tongue is like a tiny piece of sandpaper. <laughs>
2: um, so, I was looking at the the causes of overgrooming. Uh one of them is is fleas. I don't think she has fleas, but I gave her some flea medication anyways, which she was not nuts about. I had to apologize after it happened. Uh but one of them is boredom. Um you know, just that the cat will be bored and it'll groom because it has nothing else to do and then it'll just get into this cycle of grooming to where it's you know To the point where it's over grooming. To where the point where it's over grooming. Right. Yeah. Um So I I guess I kind of started to worry about this because uh you know, I feel like I've been, been working some kind of long hours recently and yeah, I think she definitely is not getting a lot of a lot of TLC. I mean I leave the TLC single waterfalls on when I leave the house. Sure, so she you know feels like she has company, but...
1: and so she has something to chase. Yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> yeah.
4: Have you considered getting her a friend? Uh, yeah, I
2: mean, I've I've looked. I the website I was reading said that a friend cat can help things. But also it could be the source of more stress.
4: This is true.
2: So, yeah, I don't know if there's something like maybe I can, uh, you know, maybe like foster a cat for a little while and see how she reacts to it. But I think it's one of those things where like over time they would get to be friends. So I don't know
1: about that. What about this? Hmm. I'm just throwing out ideas here. What if you let mice loose in your house? Mm-hmm. Like Ooh. this? And she could just kill them.
4: be like taking her on, you know, a shooting safari. Yeah,
1: it would be like
2: paintball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she could pretend like she was the founder of GoDaddy.com. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Only with mice instead of elephants. Um, yeah, I could do that. I could just release some like feeder mice. Just go to a place where they sell like snake food. Yeah. Get a yeah. bunch of feeder mice.
1: Hey, what about this? Hmm. Fucking release a snake. Oh. And then it's a battle for the ages. Whichever one survives, sure. love that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love you because you survived.
4: <laughs> Hi, new pet. <laughs> uh, that's also known as gladiator.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah gladiatorial combat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give Bug a trident and a net.
2: Have yeah. you
4: considered um, Prozac? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe she's just like,
2: she's, you know, a little depressed. dopamine receptors, blockers, yeah, yeah. beta
4: blockers. Can't speak to that. Yeah. But... Gamma
2: waves. Gamma waves. Gamma radiation. <laughs> Turn her into a Hulk. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> and
2: just be careful not to get her mad. <laughs> yeah, 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 You would not like her when she's angry. So then she would just hulk out when I applied the flea medication. But can which you she hates.
4: imagine how boring it is to be a pet Although cats sleep so much. Yeah. Um you know
2: well what I did, my solution was I I you know, I, it, already being like a a guy who lives alone with a cat is a little bit. You know, it's a little bit of a stigma. I think some people think it's weird. Um, so I try not to like accentuate that by having a lot of like cat stuff in the house. Mm-hmm. You have
1: a cat. You have a cat sweater, sweatshirt that you wear almost all the time.
2: <laughs> well, uh, that's because it makes me feel sexual. Right. Yeah, that's just <laughs> for the sexual powers it gives me. Right. Sure. Um. So yeah. So there's. So I try not to have a lot of cat stuff, but I think maybe that's something I'm doing wrong. Is I maybe I'm not giving her enough to do.
4: I have another idea. Yeah, a cat nanny.
2: Oh, hire some. Sure, an older lady. Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher.
4: <laughs> Come and play with a cat for an hour to during spend the day. Some
2: Bronx wisdom.
4: Yeah, and then I mean, my guess is that maybe solve your
2: problem well here's what i did today you know but i I like this cat nanny idea um but so if that if my solution that i did now doesn't work cat nanny definitely but today i went to kmart and bought a um a cuddle castle
1: (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) a cuddle castle sorry couldn't quite hear you it's a cuddle
2: castle (laughs) sorry (laughs) brian can you up can you turn up my mic (laughs) a cuddle castle i have a cuddle castle in my house now it's, uh, it's a combination. Is that a gentleman's club? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. It's amateur night at the Cuddle Castle.
4: <laughs> God.
2: <laughs> Let's have Patches on the stage. Patches in <laughs> the center stage. Let her know you're out there, fellas.
4: <laughs> so, a- a- a cuddle c- Is that something for the cat to play on? It's
2: an apparatus that you put together with these plastic pipes, and you stretch this.
4: I've had one of these.
2: Yeah. It's it's a combination of scratching post, hammock, hidey hole, ball dangler.
4: Yeah, I I had one.
2: It is the it was the least ostentatious one they sold. <laughs> Still very ostentatious. Yeah. So I definitely kind of broke a little rule that I made for myself. Just I was worried about the cat's well being, and I'm like, man, eh, don't be the guy with all the cat shit.
1: But now I got a little bit of cat shit in the house. Did you have to nip it? Did you have to nip it up to get her to go for it?
2: Uh, I did. Yeah, I nipped it up a little bit. I put some treats in there. She seems to be enjoying it. I mean, I think I, I think it was a good purchase. But I also feel like I betrayed myself a little bit.
1: You yeah. know? I mean, you did. Sure. My ideals. I don't think – now, here's the thing. I don't think it's weird for a single guy like mm-hmm. y- yourself to live with a cat. I mm-hmm. think that's perfectly normal. Cat's an, uh, a friendly companion. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, a cuddle, cuddle castle. castle. Yeah. So
4: when I purchased mm-hmm. a similar apparatus, mm-hmm. it, first of all, it was n- – Called Kitty City. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's definitely a strip club.
4: Yeah, it is uh, on I ninety. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've yeah, been sure, there.
2: Sure. Um, they need to change that billboard. That woman is dead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that woman on
1: that billboard is long dead
4: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but my I keep, problem... I keep hearing
1: that for hundred dollars. You can have a love act. <laughs> a love act in the back room? Yeah. No,
4: a love experience. A love, love experience. experience. Yeah. Excuse
1: me. You
4: know, my problem with Kitty City mm-hmm. is that at the time I got it, my son was pretty young. Well oh, This is for a child. He <laughs> found it – no, it was for the cat. Yeah. But he found it irresistible and I would find him <laughs> in, <laughs> in Kitty City and eventually as he – Thrive. Sure, uh, he became larger than a cat, yeah. and um, led to the
1: Demise? failure and yeah. demolition of Kitty yeah. City. <laughs>
4: but he loved it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Initially, it was just a few vacant lots,
4: <laughs> yeah, right? And then and the, the n- cats n- the
1: cats over in his room playing with Hot
2: Wheels.
4: <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, hey, this is cool. <laughs> a Nerf gun. Yeah. I mean, he ruined he ruined it. Hmm. He crushed it. But I guess the cat – I look at it philosophically that the cat might might have found it interesting and funny to see a human child, a toddler in Kitty City. I mean the nice
1: thing is cats aren't territorial at all. Mm So you don't have (laughs) to
4: They encourage you to share their space, Mm -hmm. their toys. Big
1: sharers. Now, Jordan, your son – you're still denying his existence, right?
4: Yeah,
2: but I mean, if you want to talk about my son,
1: quote unquote, that
2: doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, Barbara, we can. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I, the the point is, if you spray Kitty City mm-hmm. with some bitter apple spray, oh, he won't chew on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't have to worry about him collapsing it. That's, I, that's you know, it's probably a great idea. I spray everything with bitter apple spray. Yeah, yeah. It's nice,
4: but yours is called Cuddle Cuddle Castle. Cuddle Castle.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You
4: might have gotten a slightly classier.
2: Oh, I got this model. at Kmart. So,
4: oh, I got mine at Target. Yeah, it may just be <clears throat> that they, but they're the same thing. It's plastic tubes and sure, uh, a little uh, sling. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I got mm-hmm. mine from Brookstone. Ooh, so it Ooh. vibrates, it has lasers. Oh wow, cool.
4: <laughs> and it has wheels right and, oh, yeah. and it's carry-on size yeah so you can, sure, yeah. take you can it stuff some
2: meat in there if you need to <laughs> <laughs> go on a transcontinental flight listen
4: I just flew across the country with my kitty oh and have you ever done that
2: no I've you know, she's never been She, we've moved apartments a couple times but that's all the travel that she's done oh yeah. and she went to my mom's house once when I was working uh, out of town for a month yeah, so, yeah.
4: well let me just tell you so, yeah you, so what's flying with the cat time, what's that like yeah for a really good time hmm Drive with your cat in the car for mm-hmm. two hours, then go through security in which you are required to remove your cat from the cat carrier. And this oh, is the carrier that it, it took you an hour to get the cat in. Sure. You have to take the cat out and carry it through the X-ray machine. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they will put it through and X-ray and the cat. And sure. when it comes out, it, you know, it will oh, be Oh, you like got a, a Hulk skeleton. on your hands. <laughs> And then,
2: I don't know if those it, X-ray machines are operated by gamma rays. But yeah,
4: well, and I can then only assume they are. Sit on a flight for five and a half hours with that same cat. Sure. And Oof. there was a moment where my cat, who would occasionally just make, let out this sound that just it's, it's could you could die. It's mm-hmm. like.
3: <laughs>
4: and I thought, you know, poor thing. I'm just give me gonna some headphones. I want to watch the movie. Zip it open a little and let him. And the minute I zipped open his carrier, he. Shoved his head out and oh. was three quarters of the way out of the carrier, and uh-huh. I thought, "I'm going to get in big trouble if my cat is loose ah! on this plane." So I had to shove his head back. It was horrible. Oh. Anyway, he he was a trooper because mm. he's we fly him back and across country every year, and boy, do they hate it. <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, Oof. it's not fun. I not fun. um I. When I was uh, babysitting that pig, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. loyal listeners may remember that for a period of a number of days, I babysitted a pig. They were just like the owners of the pig. They're just like, just put the pig in the backyard. It'll be fine. Hmm. I swear to God, you put somebody else's pig in your backyard. It sounds like there is a murder in progress, (laughs) in progress from the hours of 8 (laughs) p.m. to 1 a.m. every night.
4: It, was it shrieking and... Oh, and the
1: the noises are horrifyingly sure, human-like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that even an expression? A noise like a stuck pig? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Were you stuck in it? I shouldn't have stuck that pig. You probably shouldn't have been stuck in it. I, w- the thing is, is I want to become a bullfighter. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, a pig's a good animal to practice on.
1: Yeah, I wanted to start with something small. Similar genus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they both have give birth to live young. Yeah, sure. Hooves. Do they? Yeah, I think so.
4: No, I think you can bulls lay skip eggs. That part of bulls lay eggs? Yeah, bull eggs.
2: <laughs> you ever had a bull egg omelet?
4: Oh, <laughs> Ooh, yum. Mm-hmm. They're great. I should know this. I have cattle. Wait, I... you have cattle? Yeah. On your farm? How
1: do you have yeah. cattle? I read about your chickens in the New Yorker once. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Well, my chickens actually all got killed by a raccoon. Oh, so no. So I'm sort of sad. And I have turkeys. And every now and again, I find myself eyeing their legs. And mm-hmm. since the only good thing is, you know, they regenerate. So if you carve oh, off a leg.
1: It's like a lizard tail.
4: Yeah. You mm. get another one. It's good, that is. Good. Well, maybe that's it's why a,
2: those turkey legs are so prevalent these days. Well, it's a sustainable
4: right. Mm-hmm. industry.
2: Yeah. Right. Farm, farm to table.
4: It's <laughs> like bamboo. You cut it down, grows another one. And yeah, you can I, actually
1: make underpants out of both. <laughs> I didn't know that. Turkey yeah. leg
4: under, yeah, yeah. it's it's really nice. It's um, really hot. But it yeah, we erotic. have we have black Angus cattle. Wow. wow. And every now and again, we'll carve off a leg, and sure. you know they're they're bigger.
2: Now what part that... of the black? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, take two. What part of the black Angus cattle do you get the blue onion from? <laughs> <laughs> Glad I took that over it was worth uh, saying
4: you know I'm I,
2: I, nah, the rub
4: <laughs> yeah I, I'm I'm really not at liberty to say no, I get because it. it's, it's, a, it's al- sort of bit of do a-
2: you eat your cows oh Alpac Steakhouse that is Bloomin' Onion my joke didn't even make sense Sorry, I wasn't going to say anything I
1: was sitting here thinking like it's oh, pretty good it would be better if that wasn't if that was for from- uh, what is Black Angus' equivalent of the Bloomin' Onion I don't know Brian's going to have to tell us yeah Uh. anyway
4: what, oh. do you eat your cows we do not specifically, eat, you know, we don't personally have them exactly. slaughtered sure, sure. and then butchered for our use. But they're beef cattle, and then we sell them when they're at the after we keep them and they grow up. We sell them to another farm nearby where they live for another year, but they get grain in addition sure. to grass, and then they're. They're butchered. I mean, they're slaughtered, and the store locally carries a lot of the meat from this particular farm. So we've probably (laughs) had it. Yeah. But, I mean, that probably seems hypocritical. I wouldn't. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't have the slightest idea. You know, slaughtering an animal it's a it's a big thing. Sure. Um, but I never thought to say, "Oh, I want one back."
1: You do it halal too. So (laughs) yeah. it's a very big deal it's sure. very complicated
4: yeah you natch. just have
1: to kick them <laughs> yeah just kick them a bunch
4: but they're um yeah so what do we, you
2: what are they like as i mean i guess they're not really pets but like what are they like as animals are they are they warm are they nice do you guys like them as there
4: well this pet year our cows were really friendly mm-hmm. and they would come and they were very curious and we teach them to come to get snacks
2: uh huh what's but a cow, what's a cow snack
4: an alfalfa cube. Oh, cool! It's okay, like that sounds good. Compressed spray alfalfa. Spray that with a little and bitter they apple. Love spray? it. Mm. Yeah, mm. they love it. Mm. Um,
1: Muddle something. Oh, yeah.
4: But they're they're almost like wild animals. Oh, yeah. I mean, they really are. They're not. They they get very nervous if you touch them, and they're
1: yeah. like a special kind of wild animal. That couldn't survive in the wild for <laughs> right. five minutes.
4: Yeah, they're called. I think the term is there is a term. It's like opportunistic domesticity. <laughs> you know that they farm jerks are. De- they're <laughs> domesticated, but they're not. It's not like a dog or a horse where they're going to interact with you. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe if you raised a calf from birth and you handled it a lot (laughs) and it it was really used to it but on their own they're kind of wild but this year our herd was really friendly and they're really cute
1: what other animals are we looking at at the the Orlean family farm?
4: Well, you got your cattle. Number one. You got your chickens. Two. You got your turkeys. Three. You got your ducks. You got your raccoons. geese. <laughs> yeah, your and, killer raccoons. Yeah, and you got your right. And you got your guinea fowl.
2: Guinea fowl. That seems racist. Yeah.
4: I know. I'm embarrassed <laughs> even saying it. Um but we had a we had a little you know. Massacre! Oh no! I mean, these raccoons are—they may look all cute. They may look sure. you know, like little bandits doing little bank holds ups, but washing
2: they're really, their food. Yeah, they're—they're
4: <laughs> they're ruthless. Yeah. Are and, you
2: trying? Are you seeking revenge?
4: Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you don't even want to. Swore a
1: blood oath. What if yeah. the raccoons killed all your guinea fowl, but then you saw the guinea fowl in the grocery store mm. a couple weeks later?
4: One of well, those opportunistic
1: raccoons. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, then it's also a matter of that's rustling. Yeah. And that them. Yeah, that's a words. That's, that's a high crime. Yeah.
1: Out in the old west.
4: Yeah, that means you you're gonna be packing heat next time you mm. see that raccoon.
1: <laughs> 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 this is in New York City, not Studio City, right? I mean, in New York State, not Studio City.
4: <laughs> It's in Manhattan. It's on the 50th floor of a very nice condo. Oh. Uh, it's yes. a, what's crazy
1: is it's a walk-up. It that cattle drive. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
4: Actually, I used to park in Manhattan next to the uh, only horse stable. In New York City. Wow,
2: I I did I I'm surprised that exists.
4: Oh yeah, it was on on uh, 89th Street Mm -hmm. between Amsterdam and uh, Columbus. Mm -hmm. And one day I went to get the car, and one of the horses from the stable had cut loose and was galloping around in my parking garage. Mm. Uh, It was.
1: That's
2: insane. It was
4: insane. It really was insane. It was also amazing because you don't often see a horse full gallop. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. Horses don't usually have to stare at their own obsolescence. Uh,
4: Yeah, (laughs) I mean it was how ironic. Yeah, it was. That was a bad moment. It was, uh, but yeah, it was crazy. But I would wake up. I would hear horses going by. It was. It was a kind of great. But they've closed the stable now, which is really sad. Can I ask you a question?
1: Yeah. Why don't you have any goats? I'll
4: tell you why. Because I really, really wanted goats,
1: mm-hmm.
4: but so far it's not
1: making a lot of sense, Susan. <laughs> uh,
4: the goats are difficult. They mm-hmm. will mm. eat everything. They will your tin climb can on top, They'll climb on top of your car. They'll eat your garden. They're they're crazy. And I had gone to they're, get a they're goat. They're
2: defiant animals.
4: Yeah, they're willful. And, yeah, sure. And, you know, they're they've they are on a mission. Amoral. <laughs> I, <laughs> I went to get a goat and I, I, my neighbor was selling a goat. It was a beautiful, a totally cool-looking little goat. And I was <laughs> going to put him in my car, which I thought would have been really funny. That just would the be the idea funny. of driving around with a goat in your car. It's but funny. Makes me laugh. The <laughs> guy I was buying it from said to me, now I just got to warn you. You know he really likes, and he starts ticking off a list of everything this goat liked to eat: <laughs> photo
2: albums, <laughs> baby blankets, <laughs>
4: yeah, children,
2: children, yeah, human children, raccoons, <laughs> sure.
4: And I, I got uh, concerned because mm-hmm. I sort of wanted a goat that could wander around and be sort of you wanted
1: like, like a chill ass goat,
4: yeah, and and fucking bomb kind of kinetic ass. sculpture,
2: weed smoking. <laughs>
4: And he scared, he scared a heavy me token. Off. Yeah. <laughs> he scared me off. He really did. And oh, I yeah. said, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Give me a minute. E. Goat.
1: Uh, I like that you were going to put it in your Ford Fiesta.
4: Yeah. It, I presume
1: I, you drive a Ford Fiesta <laughs> out on I the do. farm.
4: I do. Yeah. It's, a, it's known as a really good farm car. <laughs> yeah, sure. You need to do
1: some threshing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Gotta Especially if the
4: bottom falls out and you just you know do mm-hmm. like a flintstone car with
1: Yeah it. or just putting nubby tires on it. Just sure. putting nubby tires on that motherfucker. It's a farm car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got a port for your iPod? What
4: I drive around is uh, my son has one of those little toy cars and I can kind of fit in it. Oh,
1: that's fine. And fun. they're
4: they're pretty good. Again, like, a, like, like a little big Romeo,
1: wheel. like little Romeo at Masterpiece House. Does he have a, like a big wheel stable? I believe he had a gold plated big wheel. Oh, okay. If I rem- okay. if I am remembering correctly. Sure. Yes. That's pretty fun. What about a miniature uh, horse or donkey?
4: Donkey, definitely. Um, And my husband gave me an IOU for a donkey for my birthday (laughs) three years ago and I've yet to collect on it. (sighs) And I'm bitter. Just wait
2: until you meet the right donkey.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I went to actually – I went to a mule (laughs) auction in Tennessee. I was uh, writing a story – That's the real reason I was down there. But there were these amazing animals for sale for nothing. It would have cost you more to truck them home than to buy them.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean the good news is there's other stuff you can do in in Tennessee. For example, a game of horseshoes. Thank you. That was a joke about the Arrested Development song.
4: Tennessee. Oh,
1: oh, Jordan. Your line there was a game of horseshoes. Oh, sorry. It's okay. i zoned out. <laughs>
4: Darn. You want to do that again? Yeah. That was cool.
1: There are other fun things you can do in Tennessee, hmm. even if you can't buy an animal. For example, a game of horseshoes. No, Jordan. See, that's where, <laughs> huh? Jordan. A no... game of horseshoes. See now, Susan sorry. gets it. Sorry. Tennessee. Susan's the one with urban flavor.
2: Sorry. I guess I'll have to ses- settle for this zesty latin
1: flavor. I like I like your cross colors by the way. <laughs> Susan, you look great. I like it. It's a fun combination. Nice eight ball jacket.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you you saw some fine beasts. How much money are we talking about? How much what is it we dropping? Costs? What are you dropping on a mule?
4: You could get a beautiful mule for 100 bucks. A hundred? hundred bucks, two hundred bucks it was actually it was sad the um, money,
1: the real money is the alfalfa cubes, oh yeah mm, yeah,
4: and they live keep that for mule a very, in cubes. very long time hmm. so a lot of this was during the recession, a lot of people were selling their mules because they just couldn't pay to feed them. Sure. Yeah,
1: and they did, and they didn't need them anymore to turn their water wheels.
4: <laughs> right. And, yeah, so these <laughs> or whatever, mules whatever were, it is they, that
1: mules do in
2: 2014. So yeah, I was, that's what I was going to ask. Mules were is,
4: 200 years old. <laughs> <laughs> is, with
2: the, I mean, the mule would be just a pet. There's not a this isn't a functional.
4: Mule. Well, there is. A,
1: they have some function. You yeah. can attach one to one side of a pair of Levi's and one to the other side of a <laughs> pair of Levi's and then startle them. Yeah,
4: that's that's yeah. fun yeah if they're if they've gotten a little snug mm-hmm, sure um some people farm with them mm-hmm. I mean it's you know sort of like baking your own bread you farm with mules, but then a lot of people use them for ride they they're great for riding mm-hmm. or pulling wagons and so okay. it's a hobby
2: yeah okay, sure. That's, that's fun. Hitch up the the wagon to the yeah. mule. Take the family out. and
4: Yeah. I mean, they were really, really Do some nitrate
2: poppers. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you're rolling, you definitely want to be in a mule wagon. <laughs> that is a, that's a fun trip. Woo! Going eight miles an hour. <laughs> How fast can a mule pull a wagon?
4: Ooh, yikes. I don't eight know. Eight sounds about
1: right to me. Yeah.
4: Really? That, a little, fa- that's what's a little that? faster, don't you think?
1: That's like a slow jog. Or fast a jog. A trot. A trot.
4: Yeah, I would trot? say 10
1: 12 it
2: depends how many family members in the ra- in the wagon too that's right. a, an I'd, issue
4: I don't know but I wanted I really wanted one yeah. but everybody said remember they live a long time sure. so if you're getting a mule it's 30 years
2: of mule time
4: yeah yeah <laughs> human time Sure, that's probably like a hundred years. Oh, boy. in mule time.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Get a tortoise. They
4: live
2: forever.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Yeah, they'll let live you, and they only become more powerful as the years go on.
4: <laughs> I really, as a matter of fact, I went the other day to, to a tortoise Petco auction <laughs> with my son to buy a tortoise, and we made the mistake of calling my husband saying we're thinking of getting a tortoise, and my phone almost exploded. <laughs> You're not getting a tortoise. And it was, you know, like the like a cartoon with the <laughs> your husband's of the just f-
1: protective of his lettuce,
4: yeah, <laughs> and his tortoise. Food. Gotta get he, the yes. he likes right, the snack just his tortoise food.
1: We should explain your husband is a hare. <laughs>
4: yeah, and he was. Uh, he doesn't I want
1: to be ironically beaten in any
2: races, <laughs>
4: right? <laughs> so he, his concern was, uh, first of all, that we have a lot of animals, and secondly, sure. that it was a commitment that might outlive our marriage. <laughs> and that would have been embarrassing.
2: Sure, well, I mean, you know, this gosh, I'm I'm bringing it down here a little bit. I understand, but like, you know, obviously it's it's hard for older people when a you know, when a spouse passes. And you don't want to have this tortoise there constantly reminding you of how alone you are. Yeah. Yeah, On the other hand, that's
4: the one thing they're able to say. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have the full power of speech, but they can say "you pathetic loser."
0: (laughs) 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 They have a grunt that sounds like that. Pathetic loser. Only
1: wasted life. live too long
2: (laughs) put lettuce on the floor
4: it's a little known fact about tortoises
2: (laughs) they can say depressing things (laughs)
0: turn around
2: for a long time (laughs) it will take me a while to eat this do you have any carrots
4: Uh, so that's why.
2: <laughs> that's reasonable.
4: I am currently.
2: What's your what's your so you have a lot of these animals on your farm? Do you yeah. what are, what what's your what's your pet total?
4: Uh, well, what we have that travels with us uh-huh. that is dog, four and clowns, two cats. <laughs> right? yeah. all in one car. No, we have a dog and a, actually one of the cats. We live in New York, but okay. we have. Dog and cat. Because she
2: can't get a good bagel out here. <laughs> yeah. she, oh, really, cat? The water's different. All right, this is a great conversation.
4: Yeah. Um, so the, they are the inside the house. Gotcha. Pets. Gotcha. Yeah. And the raccoon tried to eat the dog. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I did
2: not. Oh yeah. But... Yeah. You're definitely gonna have to take down the raccoon if that happens.
4: Oh yeah. Have
2: you thought of hiring a raccoon hitman? I have one. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't he's... I know. I know you probably don't want to talk about it. I you uh, no, don't want to No. It's out ugly. Him. Yeah.
4: Ugly. But I, I
2: have <laughs> a <separate laughs> he, he he does he's not one of these hit men that kills the raccoon and makes it look like an accident. He kills the raccoon to send a message.
4: <laughs> right. <laughs> the head to on, the raccoon. There's the a raccoon head on a wakes up
1: with a, with a raccoon head in his bed. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's a subtle message.
2: Yeah, <laughs> is. Is. raccoons are a little dense. You got to be yeah. got to be blunt with them.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective.
4: God damn it, Susan! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Susan Orlean, and I am um I'm I'm just happy as all get <laughs> out to be here.
1: You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's I, I thought it sincere to me. Yeah, I don't, I'm unsold. Yeah? Yeah. You think we're having fun? I think we're having fun. I think Susan just belied that her fun is actually a complex lie she's telling. Oh. When she didn't even have a nickname ready the second time around. Oh,
4: my God. I feel so <laughs> bad. What? I...
1: As I, well you should,
4: Susan, as you well you should.
2: Again. Okay, let's here, do you over Mulligan, Mulligan. Okay. Okay. It's
1: Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. No need to wait for Susan. She probably doesn't have anything <laughs> to
4: say. <laughs> okay. Jordan Morris,
1: boy detective.
4: Oh, well, now you made me feel bad, so.
1: Yeah, well, you deserve it. Number one, you know, I've Jesse, I've enjoyed many of your books. <laughs> Number two, I enjoy your magazine writing. Number three. You're a really pleasant friend.
4: <laughs> and I and now it's all gone to hell. You're Susan, I would like
2: can. to I would like to hear your nickname. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll Jordan Morris, boy detective.
4: Susan Orlean, Queen of the Night.
2: <laughs> Come on. Yeah, she's Come back. on. <laughs> she's back. All right. She's back. Queen right, of the Night. Thank you.
4: <laughs> Thanks. Uh
1: My favorite 80s power ballad. (laughs) I would like to take this opportunity to mention Mm -hmm. uh, that I will be performing in a live performance show. Mm, Uh, Those are fun. Yeah, I know, right? A live bullseye, October 15th here in Los Angeles. It is going to be quite the extravaganza. Uh, We're still not quite ready to announce the guests, but we've already started booking guests, confirming guests. I can say there are some real winners. Mm -hmm. The one I hinted at last week that I thought we might have, I don't know if that's going to be the one. We definitely haven't confirmed that one, but we did confirm one uh, just yesterday. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds terrific. <laughs> so all I got to, I mean, I'm just saying. There are confirmed great. guests. Oh, yeah. This won't be wow. a guestless show. This isn't just going to be me going this out there. This isn't going to be a Spalding Gray-esque. Well, I was going to do like uh, an evening with Mark Twain type thing. Oh, that might oh, be fun. Right? Get to wear that little outfit. Sure. Probably get to hang out with Val Kilmer later. That'd be amazing.
4: Is that the most shocking thing you've ever heard, Val Kilmer as Mark Twain? I hear he
1: after the show he answers questions in character.
4: Yeah, I got, God, I, I want see see to see this.
1: Good for him. <laughs> Way to go, VK. Yeah, right. Superstar, the star of MacGruber. <laughs> <laughs> best, oh yeah, best known as the star yeah, of MacGruber.
2: Yeah, Val, Val Kilmer's having a great late career.
1: Did you see? Uh, did you see the Letterman clip where? Uh, uh, well, Kristen Wiig is on Letterman. Mm-hmm. And she made some allusion to uh, MacGruber. Mm-hmm. And then just Letterman just starts laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> and uh, and she's like, what are you laughing at? And he's just like, then he just says that he just really loved MacGruber. Ah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, isn't that great? That's yeah, totally great. Yeah, fucking Jimmy Fallon doesn't love MacGruber. <laughs> <laughs> Uh He probably doesn't love MacGruber. Um Okay, October 15th, in Los Angeles, the Masonic Lodge at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery is where it is gonna be held. It is a super, super cool venue. I think uh NPR Generation Next is gonna do some kind of meet and greet afterwards, uh where you can meet me. Uh and I guess maybe probably Mark Twain. <laughs> That's probably how we're gonna sell tickets to this thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. Ultimately my draw- drawing power is asymptotic to the X axis. <laughs> Uh but uh but you know if I if I put on that twain outfit I get oh, a little yeah. bit of confused sure. seniors give some <laughs> yeah give some get some country wisdom out there you got plenty of country wisdom yeah maybe
2: I should and do you, a wi-
4: w- won't you be carrying a signature ham oh from.
2: yeah <laughs> that's a good Just point periodically you're going to want to take bites from your
1: <laughs> ham highnessy and i'm going to i'm going to do some ropin too Oh, great so you can expect some ropin and cowboy some rope wisdom. tricks yeah so so there's a lot of different I mean you got stand up comedy, you got music, you got interviews, so then you got roping, country wisdom. Is it too late to change the venue to the Gene Autry Museum? Mm, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. We should think about that. Just saying. Amongst the native Native American artifacts. Sounds like a sounds like a nice atmosphere to me. You ever been to the Gene Autry Museum? I haven't. Uh, yeah, why would you go there, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've driven past it before. Yeah. It's a big museum. He was a rich man, but yeah. I don't know why I wouldn't want to you know. Eh. Yeah. Not interested. <laughs> okay. Uh, all the information and the ticket link are online at MaximumFun.org. Who knows? The guests may have been announced by the time you buy this. But come on. Don't don't fuck around and not buy a ticket to this. You know what I mean? There. You live in Los Get Angeles. Out How out often there. do we do this? Basically never. Hmm. Just buy a fucking ticket. It's going to be great. We're going to have amazing stuff. It's going to be worth your while. Bring a friend. They're going to be like, man, you've got great taste. Okay. That's it. Maximumfun.org. I love these be, clay pots.
4: If, may I just interject here? Yeah. Um, it would be a fun blind date.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah.
4: If you're one of those folks yeah. on So uh, if you no want to K- set me up Cupid. with somebody.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. buy Buy them a ticket. Send I mean, them up to the stage. You
4: know, for the folks who are uh, trying to think of where would be a fun place to go on a, on a first date.
1: Yeah. It shows that you're sophisticated, but that you're also a, a whole heap of fun. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Get a, t- get a t-shirt for the lady. Get high in the parking lot. Sure. <laughs> We're going to have turkey legs. I should mention that. <laughs> You're just going to throw
4: them out to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you should get one of those cannons. <gasps> yes.
2: And oh, but shoot. instead of t-shirts, it shoots turkey legs. And then a corn hose. We just
1: hit the future
2: of entertainment. <laughs>
0: Blast
1: them with a corn hose. <laughs> it's not going to get any better than this. If you want to share your message on Jordan Jesse, go. Uh, go it's maximumfun.org/jumbotron. If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse, go email Teresa at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy
4: detective. Susan Orlean, queen of the night. <laughs>
1: she is. Good nickname. Darkness I'm surrounds up. her.
4: I'm warming up.
1: Literally physically warming up. Sure. It is hot. It's Very, yeah. hot, very hot. Hot in here. Um, hey, listen. When something momentous happens to you, our audience, like let's say you're at the basketball game and you catch a turkey leg, <laughs> uh, we want you to give us a call. Our phone number, 206 fun Who knows? You might be the next guest in our signature segment, Momentous Occasions. Let's take our first call.
0: Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. This is Pam from Milwaukee. And I'm calling you from Aurora Sinai Emergency Room because I think I broke my wrist at my fourth week of roller derby practice. Keep it real, dude.
1: That's why you got to wear wrist guards. Got to wear wrist guards. Sorry. Got to, got to, got to, got to. You might not think it looks cool, Pam.
2: But I don't know. You can add a little roller derby style to it. Put, yeah. a, put, a, put a skull on there. Yeah. Put a Dia
1: de los Muertos skull on there. Yeah, that's the answer. Get yourself some hoop earrings and a Dia de, Dia de los Muertos skull. Yeah. And some kind of chola-based pun. <laughs> and you're in business. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Done.
2: Wonder what a roller derby
1: name is. That seems like that should be a part of it. any roller derby
2: based call. Should include what your name is. That's I a rule from here on out. Yeah,
4: I just made friends with someone whose real name sounds like a porn name. Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> no, I. I it's just something where I, I thought, <laughs> is that his porn? Name?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. No, he, weirdly, he did porn as Frank Smith, yeah. which is <laughs> oh, his porn name is Wolf But you know Penis. what?
4: They're, that's almost refreshing. Yeah, yeah.
1: no, like, that's true.
2: And he's he, like, hey, I don't need a, I don't need some crazy name, right. to announce me. I let the fucking do the talking. Yeah, yeah. And to
1: be fair, I mean, he had. A monstrous, mm-hmm. glistening, sure. rock-hard schlong. Sure, you know. So you can't. Ultimately, there's nothing to oh, complain so
4: that's about. That's where the Frank.
2: Yeah. Is. Oh, okay. So it's that's not. That's a little bit ad, of a pun. It's yeah. a little bit yeah, of a, yeah, pun. a little, but it's subtle. so
4: subtle. Yeah. I, that's cool. It's
1: classy. Yeah, he's a well, he's a classy guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Flitzer.
2: No, yeah. oh, sorry. Who, was your, who did you meet that had the? Porn name?
4: I'm not at liberty to say, oh. but it was a it was very much a porny-sounding name. <sighs> yeah. Thank I don't God, God you brought this
1: up, but... Susan.
4: <laughs> no.
1: It was Mandelite Del Barco, wasn't it? <laughs> ooh,
4: ooh, ooh. Was
1: it Ophabia Quistarcton?
4: <laughs> I just sometimes sit and say those NPR names. Mm. What, proportion of,
1: yeah. what proportion of NPR hosts do you think at some point have done porn? I say 20%. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, you
2: know.
4: higher...
2: <laughs> you know, you get off you get off the bus from yeah. you know buttfuck Ohio, right? You're in the big city. You want to make it, it as an NPR, anal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you tell- lived in yeah. buttfuck Iowa, um, you know, and you want to be on the arts desk, right? You want to <laughs> be the you know senior Mideast correspondent, right? But. Those jobs are hard to get. It's a, There's a barrier to entry. Sure. It's all about who you know. Right. You got to make a little scratch. Yeah, 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 yeah. and You're a good looking lady like K. John <laughs>
4: <laughs> Or actually, I once saw a pretty amazing porn f- uh, flick, which is what
2: I think. Oh, one of them stag <laughs> films, huh? A blue movie, you say?
4: <laughs> Starring Don Gagné.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Gagne. Yeah. Mm.
4: It was. But they're, you know, their porn,
2: their sexual grunts are so relaxing. They got those voices. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And the, yeah. I found,
1: I was watching a movie that starred Guy Mm Ross. And I liked the look of him. Mm -hmm. I liked the way he fucked. Mm hmm. I thought he was a little inquisitive. Yeah, sure. His line of questioning I wasn't sure (laughs) about. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What's our next call? Oh,
4: I think I'm going to (laughs) die.
0: Don't die. (laughs) We're held liable. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and uh, guest. Um, Calling with the momentous occasion. My name is Brian from West Virginia. Um, So I'm I'm an exterminator, and I was at uh, someone's house, um, you know, doing the— the thing you do as an exterminator and I was in a bedroom of this man's wife who was not home um, and I saw a lot of pictures of her with a little chimp and uh, I turned around uh, from that bedroom and saw what I first thought was a taxidermied chimp. Um, it's really freaked me out but then I thought you know it's probably just a stuffed chimp until her husband came into the room, um, and said, Hey there, you like my freeze dried chimp (laughs) to which I replied, uh, to which he replied, yeah, he was like a grandson to, to my wife. He was in his cage one day and he had like a piece of string or something and, and just hung himself. So we had him taxidermied. Um, I was really scared. I still kind of am. Um, and I'm, I'm leaving this house fairly quickly. Um, but just thought you guys would enjoy that. All right. Thanks.
2: Holy shit! Jesus Christ! It's gonna live in a John Waters movie. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Wait, was he calling from the house?
2: From, from inside the house.
4: <laughs> Um, it kinda sounded that is like so a, weird. Wow. That you know what? That's what you should get for your cat. You a know, stuffed chimp <laughs> yeah. to
1: climb on. I feel like weird shit goes down in West Virginia. Oh, yeah. I've been to West Virginia. It's beautiful country. But people are freeze drying chimps. People because the thing is is you got like you got it's heavily forested. You got rolling country. Mm-hmm.
4: And you got meth labs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean you can hide anything in sure. there.
4: That's People insane. just
1: go there to do their own thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Away from the prying eyes of Barack Hussein Obama. You're telling me. That and his guy, drones. Jeez, that guy.
4: That yeah. guy. He probably has a freeze, freeze dried chimp or something. I like the
2: idea. I guess I'm kind of, I was kind of just like picturing the photos. And I like the idea of someone taking their chimp to like Sears to get the portrait <laughs> made. They're in front of like that just like ivory background.
1: What's amazing to me about this is how disturbing does a dead animal story have to be to upset a professional exterminator? <laughs> yeah, right?
4: <laughs> that's true. This my is job God. is to
1: kill animals.
4: Yeah, uh, that's funny. Oh, I, my... What was he scared of, I wonder? Ghosts?
2: Ghost chimp? I mean, I think oh. those pet chimps are Mortality? dangerous. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Hmm.
4: Uh, or maybe String
2: accidents? Pe- it's, yeah. like,
1: it's like, you know, that. Uh, it's like that uncanny valley, you know? It's like... How they're like they're like people, but they're not quite people. But then if they commit
4: suicide, <laughs> then it really fucks sure. you up. Here's the question. God, I'm really what? upset right now. Was mm-hmm. it an accident or was it suicide?
2: Yeah, hard to say. I mean, yeah, some chimps have just like depression that goes untreated. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They don't seek help I need... because they don't have language.
4: Yeah.
1: If I'm going to have to deal with this level of fucking monkey feelings, yeah, I need the next scene to star babe. <laughs> You know? Having if, some monkey feelings? Yeah. No, if there's monkey, there's a whole fucking shitload of weird, creepy monkey feelings. And mm-hmm. I need the next one to have a steadfast hero that I can believe in like Babe. Hmm. Anyway, that's what made Babe pick the city work so well. <laughs> yeah, sure. James Franco or John Lithgow. Yeah, I'll take them. Yeah. Yeah, why not? We got one more call, Brian? One more call. Let's hear it. Hey, Jordan,
0: Jesse, friends. Who met his occasion for today is Uh, I was work downtown Minneapolis. I was in a Macy's using the bathroom walk-in. First thing that hits me is this wave of awful smell, and there is a grown man washing his clothes in the sink. Uh, Not that I haven't seen it before, but this guy had his pants around his ankles. Everything was out, penis, balls, while he was washing his underwear in the sink. He looked at me, I looked at him, I peed, I left. Pretty
1: cool. You just went in there and peed, huh? Yeah. Pretty good. That's gutsy. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I had to, I open the door, I see some balls, I turn around, I back out. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> browse, yeah, browse around in women's shoes for a little bit. I'm not. I mean, look, you need a place to wash your underpants? Go to town. Sure. Uh, but Macy's lim- probably pretty good. It's probably
2: one of the cleaner bathrooms you can go into. Hey, I used to work at Macy's. I kept the bathrooms pretty clean, rock solid. Okay, but I mean, it's no bathroom at Neiman Marcus. But you know, hey, come on, don't get classist. That's Sorry. a different price point. Sorry, I'm a discerning hobo. <laughs> I only wash my filthy unders at Neiman Marcus, or I just have it done at Brooks Brothers. <laughs> Have him take him in a little bit. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, the thing that – I would probably use the ladies' room Mm -hmm. before I would use the bathroom while a nude man was – a foul-smelling nude man was washing his garments. And again, I say go to town washing your garments. People have a difficult time finding a place to wash their clothes. Wash it wherever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, better than having dirty clothes, I guess. Yeah, but
2: I don't want to be there. I mean, I just maybe advice to public bathroom sink clothes washers. Have a, you know, pair of basketball shorts or sweatpants that you wear while you're washing your clothes so your dick's not out. I the rest mean, it's of the so time, much less terrifying. The rest of the time you can wear them as a sort of headdress. Yes, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> to shield you from the sun. Yeah. Okay, And the prying drones of Barack Hussein Obama.
1: If you want to share something with us, uh, you can call us at 206-984-4FUN. Not just Momentous occasions; You can share a moment of shame (laughs) with us if something horrible happens to you. Or just your thoughts. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Maybe we won't play those, but (laughs) if you just want to ramble into the phone, sure. What are your thoughts on current affairs? Let Sunny D know. She's the one that listens to the calls. (laughs) 206 984 4FUN is the number. JJGO at org is our email address. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy
4: detective. Susan Orlean, queen of
1: the night. Susan, it's been a joy to have you on the program. Thank my you favorite so much night. For it's my in. favorite Enjoy. Night Ranger song. <laughs> hey,
4: thank you. This has been illuminating. Susan, you
1: have, <laughs> we try. you have cemented your reputation as the fun one amongst America's uh, nonfiction literati.
4: Thank you. I take that as a gigantic compliment.
1: I mean, people, look, any, you ask some book (laughs) dorkus who's got a good Twitter feed, they're going to tell you Susan Orlean, Mm -hmm. right? But uh, now she's locked down the rep. Because once you're on Jordan, Jesse, go. This is the thinking man's 100 minutes of bullshit.
2: (laughs) Sure.
4: I'm proud. A lot of high rollers
1: listen to this show.
2: Dan
4: Kennedy
1: is listening right now.
2: Hi, Dan. Hey, Dan. I enjoyed your debut novel.
4: Yeah, it's real well, good. I've had a blast, and I also think that we're on the brink of really cashing in on our dreams. We had I mean, we had
2: at least three solid fortune-making ideas on this show. Oh, just to recap real quick. I know we we're, we're wrapping up, but I just want to recap. what do we have? A uh, sauna-based web series, sure, that is shot mainly. Uh, in Norse countries, what
1: what was the basis of the web series?
2: Uh, us, us in a sauna. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, a sauna. I gotcha. I, I
4: but you uh, yeah, and need to were...
2: enunciate better. Yeah. I'm thinking like that sounds like a word I know, <laughs> but uh, it's a little off. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite right. Uh, what else did we have? A, a cocktail bar <laughs> where the cocktails are made from debunked novelty <laughs> sodas.
1: Yeah, a particularly transparent one. Sure, <laughs> right. but also New Coke. Yeah, and.
4: The the winner, the drum roll. Yeah. Ham Hynesty.
2: Ham Hynesty. Two Harley handlebars
1: that you stick on either sides of a ham so you can walk around a fair and eat it. Dear Netscape (laughs) Navigator creator, Mark Andreessen, (laughs) please write us a check for
4: $100.
1: (laughs) We want to buy a mule. (laughs)
2: <laughs> we had some business ideas, but we said fuck it. We just want to buy a mule and have him pull a cart.
1: Susan, While we do lewds in the desert. Susan, what's your next big writing project? What are people looking forward to? If they let's say they they've got some sense and they've already read Rin Tin Tin, your your most recent nonfiction book.
4: I am working on a book about the Los Angeles Central Library.
1: Oh, and the, I'm not going to lie to you. That sounds really boring.
4: <laughs> I know, I know about the arson fire that burned it down in 1986. Ooh, yeah. So, do there's... you think
1: Richard Reardon did it for the insurance money? <laughs> yeah,
4: he t- he actually confessed to me. It's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna, blow, gonna, this it's gonna blow this blow book some off mines. the shelves. Yeah, no, it's a crazy weird story. And also, I love the challenge of saying. You think a book about libraries is boring? Well, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs>
1: and you know what? The New Yorker I think is still free on the internet right now
4: till October.
1: So, you know, you can go on the internet, read uh, Susan's article about horse ebooks. Hmm. Oh.
4: Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. That blew the lid off of that. <laughs>
1: You're yeah. blowing all sorts of lids
2: off yeah, things. Yeah, that end
4: up horse blowing. ebooks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, we all are. <laughs> yeah. Jordan just got back from Burning Man. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, that's all I got. Sonny D on the boards, Mr. Brian Fernandez. Oh, shit. You know what we got? What? We got two laser die cut, uh, pictures of ourselves. (laughs) Great. Made out of wood. Uh Uh-huh. That a listener made us. Terrific. Uh, now, obviously, he was nice enough to include in his note to us, and I don't have his name handy, but I did send him a thank you note. I'm not ungrateful. He was nice enough to include in his note to us. That we didn't have to keep them, mm-hmm. we just throw them away. Uh, but they're kind of neat. There you go. I bet somebody they're would like. like them. Don't you think somebody out there would like them? I Think so. Someone with beautiful decor. I think all wants you, to make it worse. All you have to do is uh, email jjgo at maximumfund dot org. Put your address, mailing mm-hmm. address, in there, and um, uh, mention whether you are a donor. Mm-hmm. First two do- – two, An first organ two- donors? Yeah, yes. organ donors only.
2: Uh,
1: first two donors, get them. Great. We'll send them to you in the mail. You don't want in have the a mail. contest? What should the contest be? Well, I figured only two people – up to two yeah, people would that want that's probably them. a good – I mean, who wants wood-cut faces of us? Probably only two people. It's our
2: faces, it's <laughs> well, our faces cut out of wood. I you think sure.
4: you're, you're maybe
2: – You know what? Yeah.
4: Flattering I- yourselves. So maybe <laughs> one. Yeah. Hey, you want two? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> We're just going to put both of these in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, JJGo at and MaximumFun.org. Great. Send it in. You know, if you if you don't, we'll just we'll just put you on the Land's End catalog mailing list. <laughs> sure. If you don't win. <laughs> uh, Sunny D on the boards, our, free, our theme music is Love You, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Shout out to all the folks talking about Jordan and Jesse Go on the Internet on our Facebook group on Forum.MaximumFun.org. Lots of cool chatters. You're going to mm-hmm. hang out with Smart Bunny there. Yeah. Want to hang out with Smart Bunny? Sounds like fun. Forum.MaximumFun.org. Hit that up. On the Reddit reddit.com slash r slash maximum fun, it's a good place to hang out. No nude pics of your favorite celebs. That's a rule on our fucking Not subreddit. Sure. And no Pokemon shit. And no Pokemon <laughs> shit. So there's two rules. It's <laughs> alienated you know us from over ninety five percent of the Reddit. <laughs> community.
4: I just I just erased that bookmark.
1: <laughs> you were looking for nude Pikachu pics. <laughs> you were looking at a Pika You were looking for a Pika Pikachu. <laughs> Uh, our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We'll talk to you online and next week on Jordan Jessica. MaximumFun.org.
3: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.